All right, everybody, welcome into Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology series from the 80s and 90s, and uh, that's about it. We we do duck a little bit into the early 2000s, maybe. Yeah, the Outer Limits. Yeah, bridge that gap a little bit for us. But We tried to just do the earlier ones. Yeah, we couldn't resist. (laughs) I really want to do what we were talking about, that series of Outer Limits narratives that all go together about the cyborgs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should do that. We'll do it as a special. Well, we are today talking about episode of Friday's Nightmares, and this is a two-part episode as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like that makes it a lot more fun because, I don't know, Freddy's such a cool character, and usually all the Freddy's Nightmares are so loosely written and barely have anything to do with each other. There is so much to talk about, but the first thing we need to talk about is... Uh, my name is Tom, and I'm joined by my co-host, John. That's my name. That's your name. You uh, you were telling me off-air that you've been sick a little bit lately. What's going on? Yeah, I got a little case of the sniffles. It's that time of year. Uh, kids are coughing and, you know, dying from... <laughs> You're around a lot of kids? Uh, you know. Hanging uh, out in the ball pit at McDonald's? Dude, uh, yeah. I read a really funny article about... Uh, uh, all the shit that's gone down at Chuck E. Cheese's recently. It's like, whoa, like what? Like a grown woman beating the shit out of a two-year-old who made her lose at skee-ball. <laughs> Can't blame her. <laughs> or like just like a man getting chased into there and holding people hostage and all this weird shit. Also, I was kind of going down this rabbit hole of weird uh, Chuck E. Cheese and Chubbiz Pizza stuff, and I saw this really funny um, training video about how to uh, be Chuck E. Cheese in the costume. And they're like, be sure to be high energy, and if you run out of oxygen, make this hand motion, and a manager will come escort you out of the room. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and it talks about like proper care on how to like wash and launder the Chuck E. Cheese costume. And, Wait, uh, they have to launder it themselves? Yeah, they have like funny instructions. It's like, you can clean his face with these products, but always make sure to wash the clothes with this. <laughs> and it was like 10 minute long training video for Chuck E. Cheese. There was a, a website years ago I used to go to. It's called like... Uh, found Footage. Found Footage. Yeah, they have those... Film. Fa- I think it's Found Footage Film or something like that. They have those Found Footage Film Festivals. Uh, I kind of feel like uh, YouTube made those completely pointless because now anyone can find that kind Mm -hmm. of weird shit i there was one on there that you just reminded me of it was a training video for if you're like gonna be like a hospital clown (laughs) like a patch adams and it's horrifying (laughs) that was the thing Mm -hmm. was it post patch adams movie i'm oh i'm not sure judging by like the quality of footage it could have been right around the same time but yeah there's a a great line i remember my friend showing me it was like (laughs) he's like make sure not to touch the kids like (laughs) You don't know that could be a club foot that the kid has. <laughs> I'm like, that's what it's so that? specific. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, this guy who is the one doing all the video, like that clearly happened to him like early on in his career. It was like, be sure to not touch the kids. They can be contagious. Yeah, <laughs> a club foot though. I love that. Uh, but back, bro- <laughs> I was like. Like I said, I think this <laughs> happened to him early in his career and it's like, like, you know, he got in there and was like, this little piggy went to the, oh no, this little piggy snaps the kid's toe clean off. <laughs> clean off. <laughs> he stayed in the industry though, so he must be doing all oh, right. Oh man. 
you know, I never saw that movie, Patch Adams. Um, they do, don't they do a thing at like Walgreens every year, like the Red Nose Project or some shit about donating money to kids in hospitals? Oh, that's good. Yeah. My, um, funny enough, uh, years ago when my dad was working in uh, Mass General Hospital in Boston, uh, he would on his like break time go down and actually do kind of a Patch Adams thing. Didn't touch any club feet, though. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, he actually um, would go down and... You know what his his persona was known as? His, like, funny clown name? Yeah. What? Dr. Duda. <laughs> That's a true story. Sounds inappropriate. No. He befriended a lot of kids. They would call the house very appropriately. They would call your house? Well, a couple of them were... Well, he was, like, going down in the, um, the ward where these guys were... Like not supposed to live very long, yeah. The terminal patients, and yeah, and, and a couple of them lived like a decade or two, like or two past when they were supposed to. And they would call the house. Um, they were like special needs uh, kind of things, but yeah, I remember I used to answer their phone and be like, "Oh, that's Benny." Um, who and was, the Jets? Mm, no, the Jets. They didn't make it. <laughs> okay. Well, still uh, good on your pops for uh, yeah. you know spreading a little. Hey, good I think times. It, yeah, it must have felt good. It's a very sad thing. To do also at the same time. Yeah, I feel like we got on a fat tangent. Basically, I was sick. <laughs> well, can we stay on this tangent for one more second? Yeah, let's rock and roll. Um, I mentioned uh, ball pits earlier. Yes. Do they still have play places at McDonald's? I feel like that's only like in the suburb locations, probably. There is one in Alameda, which is a suburb. Um, Should we go? I mean, are I we allowed? Always... Is there like an age limit? Like, I remember the one I that was near my house growing up. Uh, but it was, it was like a glassed off area, which is kind of weird because I'm sure there's old creepy men sitting there just watching kids grinding playing. against yeah. the, <laughs> the um, poles. I remember being at like a legit McDonald's Playland with like a Mayor McCheese like statue and like a grimace and frag eyes, and it was like whoa, really like a playground, but all McDonald's themed. And then I remember later on, like after the age of like Discovery Zone. I feel like that's when McDonald's really stepped up their ball pits. But there was always, like, you know, those urban legends of, like, people finding syringes in the ball pits and, like, you know, you could get AIDS from it. And I mean, I don't know if all that's true, but I definitely feel like if a kid throws up in there, they're not cleaning it. One of my older brothers uh, used to tell me the story, like, the one in uh, Lacona, New Hampshire, that was the closest one to our house, um, that he was like, there's a secret room at the bottom of the ballpark that you can get into. <laughs> Dude, there was a secret room at Chuck E. Cheese. It's so crazy that we're talking about What? This. There was a secret room at Chuck E. Cheese. I was talking about this with friend of the podcast, Jennifer Liu. What's up, Jenny? Hey, Jenny. Uh, You're married. We get it. And pregnant. Yeah. Uh, but no, there was like a room... That like you could, kids could, could crawl through these little holes to go go at, like on a slide and playroom that was hidden away from where parents could get you. That is... it sounds really strange and it's one of those things like from being your childhood. You're like, is that a dream? Did that shit yeah. really happen? But I swear to God, I've talked to people who who know this. Anyway, that, that's uh, speaking of dreams. Fuck that tangent. Let's get to your ball pit thing. There's this room underneath ball pits. Oh, that's my my brother. Uh, my brother Joe used to always say that there was this secret room at the bottom of the ball pit, and he'd been in there, and and of course, like I never could find it. But, <laughs> uh, the one at that place was like really large. Like, it had like 
huge tunnels above it. Not tunnels, but like tubes and mm-hmm. things you could like bounce off. Do you and... feel like uh, they had to make them big because all the little kids are getting so fat from the Happy Meals that they're like, you know what? Let's just make them a little bit bigger. Yeah. I remember getting that age where like I would go with like my younger cousins and be right in the cusp of where I was like, this a little is too old cool. for that. Yeah, like like 12, 13 and being like, I don't know. If you're like, I'm going to carve that S that everybody writes yep. in the plastic mm-hmm. and I'm going to like pretend to. But I remember being bummed out too at the same time. Your loss of innocence? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Well, <laughs> I never had it to be. Coming to with. terms with the world around you. Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said before, speaking of dreams. That's kind of related to uh, the episode we're doing today. That's right. Uh, we're doing Freddy's Nightmares. Nightmares, yes. Yeah, yeah. You know, didn't you say that there's an episode of Freddy's Nightmares that's about Freddy Krueger yeah. and Springwood? It's the first one. I was actually thinking soon we should do the episode. I'm I'm down because I feel like no more distant, uh, no more Mister Nice Guy, and it's about Freddy Krueger. It's about is it the trial? It's about the arrest and the trial so, yeah. and the acquittal. For those of you who are not hip to Fred Krueger's lore, he was a janitor and custodian at a school, murdered 30 kids and skated, like got out of the arrest on a technicality. I think like, Miranda the rights. search warrant wasn't signed. or They the didn't Miranda, read him his rights. Depending on what movie or, or source, it, it kind of bounces back between those two. So he gets off. For murdering these 30 kids and still maintains his job at the school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Until all the, the parents. The parents are like, enough of this shit. <clears throat> Let's like, get pit, some vigilante justice. Yeah, pitchforks in hand, basically. They burnt the shit out of him. Didn't they, like, trap him in something and burn his place down or something like that? I think he... Well, in all the movies, when whenever the, the final girl or the, yeah, the protagonist last, yeah. is alive they're always fucking fighting him in, in like the boiler room the boiler room yeah i feel like that's where they tossed him yeah uh but yeah the remake boiler sucks. rooms anymore no i mean <laughs> maybe all these kids kept getting slaughtered down there yeah they're like all right we got a furnace it's about a furnace now but yeah that uh that's episode one of the series that'd be cool i wonder like as a fan of the series, how much it would violate the, the actual movie lore if they're completely different. Oh, I think it'd be fun to check it out and talk about it. Hmm. But I think we, well, this episode we're doing today does have a second part to it. So I think that should be the next Freddy we do. But after that, the, the following one would be great to do. Would be do the you just want to say fuck it and do the next Freddy's in our next episode? Yeah. <laughs> Let's just I say we should. No, that'd be good. Let's just go on a run of Freddy. I I'm, I look how I've turned you. <laughs> I remember at first you were, you were like, this sucks. No. Not in a bad way. It's not but that I like, thought it, that it sucked. It's just, they're so long. They're feeling. so long. It and feels like it's a three hour like movie. I, I don't fell know. asleep watching it last night. I worked late. And then uh, when I was watching it this morning, I kept on checking the ticker <laughs> and being like, 28 minutes left? What well, possibly is there left to talk about? And they, uh, well, we'll get into that. Do you? I mean, what? Wouldn't it be uh, a little bit more fun if instead of just doing two like long stories, if they maybe did three? Because then there might be more of like a narrative to carry throughout multiple stories. Okay. 
and what? I will argue that this episode was like five different <laughs> stories. I don't. <laughs> we'll talk about it more in a second. But back to something I wanted to say was like I like how you've become a fan of of how bad this is and how fun it is. The one downside to this episode, well, one of the downsides. <laughs> There's only one, people. No spinning Freddy heads. No spinning Freddy heads. Mm. But Freddy Krueger does many kind of, uh, I don't know. I, I always want to call them interstitials. But what are they? They call them bumpers is what they call bumpers, them in the business. Yeah. Or stinger or something. It's what throws to commercial or brings you back from the commercial. And Freddy, I think, did four in this episode of little... You know, he has this breaking the fourth wall moment where he talks to you as a viewer. And this one blew my mind because Freddy Krueger is actually talking about relevant things to the story and actually has like thoughtful segments. In one of them, he actually mentions the characters' names in it. And I was like, okay, I was going to ask you, um, in the version you watched... Did it start with like a little a teaser? trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the source that we watched this video online, it shows like what would be like the equivalent of a commercial um, for Freddy's Nightmares. Like tonight on Freddy's Nightmares, look what I got in store, or something yeah. like that. And then it shows like a little clip of all like the cool scenes from the episode. And it wasn't Freddy's voice; too. it was some <laughs> other right. random person. I was like, why, why wouldn't you have Freddy? voicing over this well that was one of the things i thought when we first discovered this show i was like oh that's not really robert england like because he barely says anything and it's lit so poorly but it actually it really is him they just did a shitty job of i don't know featuring him i think we mentioned this before i think he probably spent two days on set for the entire series and just recorded every single bumper. Well, that's why I was like, hey, they must have had this one already written because it actually, he's actually talking about the episode and still just being like, uh, you know, this one's about a car. Why don't you, uh, come out of like the car or like talk about a steering wheel or something, or this one's about aliens. So why don't you go, you know, <laughs> wear a little green man, I don't know, antenna. I will argue that this episode was four scripts that were all just <clears throat> combined into one story because it does not make sense. No. It, Even the other ones that we hated, Black Tickets. I didn't hate that. Well, we, I mean, th- we thought it was confusing and muddled. <laughs> I mean, so I feel like when we were watching the first Freddy's Nightmares, we were just kind of getting to know freddy's yeah. nightmares Just now that we know toes in what this beast is like what the show is it makes sense and you know i kind of just want to throw out a couple drinking game ideas up okay. top yep so one thing that we know is part and parcel with freddy's nightmares is fake dreams waking up you think it's a real but it's not this one had so many i would think they there's fooled like six me on one what they fooled me on one of them <laughs> they gotcha yeah um so every time it's not real life and it's a dream take a drink um also this has something i don't know if you've noticed this but it was glaring to me there's a character in this named mary beth and i've seen that name so many times in these episodes, either being a character's name, Mary Beth is one of the Midnight Society. Yeah. Like, it was in that Goosebumps episode. Yeah. It's just like, 
That's weird. It's so prevalent it, in this like eighties and nineties. I think pertaining to this episode particular, um, and as you learn more about her character, is that it sounds like a like a, a formal name of someone who's privileged. You know, like Mary Beth doesn't sound like someone you're like. Let's go buy some weed from Mary Beth real quick. You're like, no, no, Mary Beth is like that house you go party at and you trash your place because it's huge and she's rich. Your parents are rich. Whoa, Mary Beth. Mary Beth. <laughs> I stole your dog. I Actually, one time in high school, someone had a party <laughs> and her dog got taken from it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so... That's horrible. And like two days later, someone like... I don't know. I didn't know who did it. I didn't want to know, but... Like, that's such a funny prank because you have to take care of that animal yeah. for multiple days. Like, imagine, you know, waking up, like, after blacking out at a party and being like, oh, shit, <laughs> Mary Beth's dog is here. And then you're like, you know, from in high school day, it was like, hide it. Not even hide it. It was probably just like, awesome, dude. We got Mary Beth's dog. And then you're like, a day or two later, you're like, oh, I this guess, sucks. Yeah, this sucks. But yeah, that actually happened. It was very sad, but very funny. It, it, the dog was fine. Good. Probably had a great weekend. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Dog likes to party. Yeah. Uh, other drinking uh, rules, I would say uh, every time they eat or uh, drink flesh that looks like uh, ham slices <laughs> that you can take directly off Lunchables. the belly of a dead person. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, we'll 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 call them out as we get to them. Let's jump no, no, into no, this there, shit. There's probably one or two more. I'm sure there are, but um, anytime here, here's one I had. Oh down. God, I have a great one. Anytime they're sleeping on a door <laughs> of a plane, as opposed to underneath their tent or anything like that. Okay, I I got one. Every time Tracker says. Gotta hit the trail. Oh yeah, because <laughs> I swear to God, she says that line like five times. Yeah. No, that was that was uh, they they weren't heavy handed on that one. Oh boy! All right, so it starts out with this uh, weird little Nam flashback for <laughs> Vietnam flashback. Well, yeah, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I call him Nam. I right. was in it, uh, and it was not just like the main character. Actually, will you describe uh, this Vietnam dream? <sighs> I'll let you do it. <laughs> I was confused. So we see our main actor Johnny. Uh, the dude from, uh, I had to look him up. He looked familiar. I looked it up. He's from Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, Tony Dow. I think I just wrote, I think it, more than anything, his voice just sounded familiar. And I was like, oh, okay. But he is wearing a suit, running through the hills, and the sounds of gunfire. And then he wakes up from his Vietnam flashback to explain to his other buddy, who's My out favorite character. hiking with, uh, that would be Jake, uh, and he explains to him that he's having Vietnam flashbacks, but it's a joke because he's never been to Vietnam. Yeah. Like, it just was, again, who was that joke for? Was that for know. Jake? I don't know. And that's like why I think this was like a bunch of little stories that they had for individual episodes. And then actually like, we're like, oh, fuck it. None of these are good. Let's all start combining them. Because they never explained that again. Well, that's your first, oh, by the way, that's your first drink, first dream. Oh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> within the first 10 seconds, you're already, dream. whoa, it's not real. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten. It'd been a little while since we watched one of these, and I'd forgotten. It's constant. That you're just like, this is not happening. 
this is not happening. Which really throws you because sometimes you're like, oh, this is a dream and it's not. I, and I that got me once. Yeah. And I was <laughs> actually pretty pissed about it. My, my fist clenched. <laughs> I was just like, all right, yeah. Um, but uh, J- Jake is uh, our, th- our alpha, kind of. <laughs> no, Todd. Is Todd's the alpha. The alpha. Yeah. Jake, oh no, Jake is my favorite character. Jake is the he, fat beta I boy. love him. So these three dudes, they go out camping. Um, if you listen to, I don't know, the narrative from the second half of the episode, all three of them work together. Yeah. And Johnny is the president of a company. and Co-president. Well, Todd and Jake are the co-vice president oh I that's think. right yeah so i think just johnny is the president whatever like, the hell they are it's, it's some business job but the three of these dudes decide to go camping or hiking hunting or hunting whatever yeah. the fuck it is they're out in the middle of the fucking woods and that since none of them really know what the hell they're doing i mean todd acts like he is but they've hired a tracker who none of them have met and they what's that tracker's last name or middle name Tracker? Tracker. <laughs> I don't even know whatever her name was supposed to be. I just called her Tracker. Ginger. Ginger Tracker? Yeah. Well, her that's her middle name. I can't remember her last name. It's like... Uh, Tracker G- is just a, a name given to her because she talks about her brother was stationed at Fort Bragg. I was going to ask you if you knew, <laughs> like, how, how, you, how she was so good at her job. Well, okay. So why... This blew my mind. I'm like, you guys are someplace where you don't know how to fucking get there and you're meeting the person who's supposed to show you around in the middle of the woods instead of, like, meeting up before you guys go in. At the trailhead. Yeah. At the cabin, at the park, wherever. In the parking lot. It's just not, like, no. wherever the fuck she decides to meet you guys. Well, she's got that dramatic entrance. Do, uh, do oh, you recall the little, the little white... Uh, uh, what's his name? Jake makes a little wife joke. Oh, Yeah. And it's something like I. It, it's right when he when Johnny wakes up from the the nightmare and he's like says something and the guy's like I wanted that and I'd have my wife here or something like that. All three of these men are miserably married or, or engaged. <laughs> or engaged. <laughs> uh, calls, and he calls. He's like, "Where's this dweeb of a tracker or something like that?" Yeah, they're talking shit on the tracker until what they realize it's a babe. She's a babe. <laughs> this. This, uh, her entrance, too, is great. Like, <laughs> the first tracker appears out of the forest, and the first words out of her mouth are, if you're going to sleep with me, we got to get going. <laughs> we got to uh, hit the trail. And then, oh, did we die and go to Playboy Heaven? Oh, yeah. I love how it wasn't just Heaven, it was Playboy Heaven. It's a different, it's a different... Uh, <laughs> if you're not a Playboy in life, you can't get into Heaven. Yeah, it's a, it's a separate, you know, apartment building in Heaven, it's Playboy Heaven. Um, and then we have uh, our first bumper. Oh, yeah. This is when Freddie uh, comes in and he starts singing. And this is what I was talking about. Like, he's actually singing a, like a little haunt, hunting song that pertains to this story. He's got his, uh, his, his famous glove strapped to a crossbow. And I was like, okay, all right. This is actually kind of a thought-out segment that has... It some to logic story. to yeah. it yeah and i was like okay if they were more like this i think uh i get a little more on board with that freddy he, action he gives us a little uh, info on the names he says he lists all of them off um and he says like oh god what is he? he's like oh you okay 
Yeah, like I said, I got the sniffles. You got the sniffles. But uh, yeah, he's, he has a dumb pun about like not losing his hunting license or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of his jokes still don't hit. No. <laughs> but at least it kind of makes sense. Um, and it's established again. We go back to the, the the story that, like, the fat guy is the bumbling idiot beta. Jake. Johnny's our protagonist, middle-of-the-road kind of guy. But he's a, he's a smart guy. He's smart, but he's also, like, not one way or the other. Like, he's not overly... Macho, macho, yeah, or bumbling idiot, bumbling idiot, yeah. and I loved him again. I love the bumbling idiot. Uh, yeah, and then we got Todd, who is just horny as fuck, and yeah. they missed a line of a for they missed a joke that I. So it cuts to them, uh, you know, trying to set up camp. Yeah, so they're done hiking at noon. Like one thing that drove me crazy about this episode is it always looks like it's the same time. It looks like it's ten o'clock in the morning or it's pitch black. It's expensive to film at night. I guess I feel like so many of these locations looked exactly the same, which just made it so much more like boring to watch. You're like, give me a fallen tree or like a fucking creek or something. Like it's like the same. Forest wooden garbage. hills, <laughs> but it was yeah, it was not good. But uh, they're like, okay, it's noon. Let's set up camp, and they're trying to they're like trying to do this knot to set up their tent, <laughs> and they have this whole thing where Todd's like, I don't want to go build a campfire. I want to help the tent. And she's like talking about men, and now she's like they can never keep up or something like that. And I'm like, they missed. He wants to pitch a tent joke. Oh, know? yeah. Like, I was, I was waiting. I went back and looked for the pitch tent. And it didn't happen. I'm like, how did that? Maybe that wasn't a joke in Maybe 1990. Maybe just the, for censorship at the time, you couldn't say that type of this thing. This was TV 14. But that rating didn't exist back in the 80s. It That's did. A, no way. They it did not did. have television I ratings. I looked it up. Are you kidding me? I kid you not. What year did they start television ratings? I don't know what year they started their television ratings, but I saw it. It said it was rated TV 14. But that's what I'm saying. If it was rerun in the uh, 90s and 2000s, once that was established, that doesn't mean it was actually done in the 80s. I feel like television ratings didn't happen until late 90s. Yeah, true. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. They still missed the opportunity. Yeah. We're, yeah, we're spending too much time on it. <laughs> but I, I like, legit like went back and rewatched today. Um, so yeah, they're establishing Ton is horny. He, he's the, the first one that wants to really hook up with get, tracker. Yeah. Hook up with tracker. She, um, she explains, she tracks every year at the same time in the same woods. So she knows it really well. And I uh, guess they're tracking buck. Yeah. And those are deer, the male deer. Oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know what a doe is? I, <laughs> a female deer? What is a ray? Uh, the security guard who asked me to leave his store. Okay. Oh, nice, nice little. I like that. Um, but uh, it's their first little hint into the the vampire storyline in this first part. Where, uh, what is it? Uh, Johnny pulls the stakes out to set the tent to up. To set up the tent. And she gets shocked by it. I'm like, why are you shocked by stakes in a tent? Like you you're like, hey, you you're building this tent right now. Pull out these tools to do it oh my god i forgot their stakes yeah it's like saying <clears throat> you got to build a fire wait what are you using a lighter to build that fire yeah. using wood to burn like, sorry my my <laughs> husband was killed by a lighter i loved that like he's like 
she's so startled by these stakes and her <laughs> excuses. She goes, oh, I'm sorry. I had a husband who died in an accident. A wooden stake went right through his heart. What do you and that is all that <laughs> she leaves you with. You're like, what oh. do you think that accident was? Was like, they're drunkenly setting up this uh, tent and he just like falls onto the stake he's holding. Well, I have to assume he's also a tracker. Mm-hmm. Whether or not that means vampire. I, I would assume it wasn't related to her. What if, but, what if it was actual meat steak and he died of like heart disease or something from eating too much red meat and he was just a cannibal? The, the, the word steaks just really makes her <laughs> fucked up. Wait, what is that? A steak? Yeah. Any form of the word steak makes me terrified. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. It was just so funny because yeah, her her reaction is fucking priceless. Uh, and this is the first time uh, Johnny starts to get a little suspicious that there might be something up with this chick. Mm-hmm. And um, they quickly followed up with another incident. How come? Uh, how come both Todd and uh, Jake are like so head over heels for this chick, but Johnny isn't initially? Well, Johnny's got Mary Beth back home. I know, but well, even though she's a little fat. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that really is her primary downfall. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that in time. Uh, but yeah, so they cut over to them like they're hammering something. They're and- hammering <laughs> they're hammering a fire. So so wait, Johnny is pitching the tent and then hey, Todd well. and Jake get sent to go build a fire. And Jake is not watching what he's doing, but for some reason is using a hammer to build a fire and smashes his hand. Like the most comical. Ha- you couldn't have smashed it more. Uh, yeah. So he cuts it. And he's like, I can't look at it. What are we going to do? His and hand is bleeding a little bit. She runs over and. Sucks. You know what she says? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it's my, maybe my favorite line in the whole thing. Uh, it's the best thing for a wound is saliva. No, before that. Oh, no. What's she <laughs> I thought the nice like saliva. Gash. Oh, yeah, nice gash. It's like a nice ass kind of reference. Well, I'm just like, you guys don't make a pitching tent joke, but you say nice gash. Nice gash. But, I see, I thought the, the saliva one was more That's ludicrous. even better. Because it's you like know what's best for it? It's the worst dirty thing. mouth. Yeah, the worst thing you could do. But this is when she uh, starts sucking his blood. Starts sucking his bloody hand, and uh, again, uh, uh, Johnny starts getting a little wise to uh, what's going on here. Well, real quick before that, um, Jake is like all worried. He's like, oh my God, am I going to live? Or am I going to die? And uh, Todd's like, yeah, you'll die in like 40 to 50 years. I'm like, I would not give that dude more than 10. Yeah, that was going to say, he's <laughs> under 10. If I was a betting man, I'm like, this guy is not going very far. He's a large man mm-hmm. who Nothing wrong, can't yeah. even, I mean, he smashed his hand building a fire. Like, how does he even get through his day? Yeah, you know, he, he is like the, like, truly like, that, that classic character of like Feeble, a bumbling incompetent, idiot. yeah. And uh, and it cuts to them in the tent. And I love how they're all like three men laying side tent. by side in a tent. Like, and uh, he's all you know. They're all talking about that. I like how they wait like four or five hours to talk about this. Like, like they wasn't never... that weird? Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like, 
that hand action. Though. Oh yeah. <laughs> Next like, time I'm gonna the cut way you, my thigh. Yeah. The the way they said that made it sound like a hand job. But yeah. That hand action. Was, if if someone was like, man, I got this hand action last night, I would not be like, so oh, someone chick sucked, sucked the blood out, out of your hand. hand. Maybe hey, that's wrong for me to assume. I guess. Um, and this I like is, how he, what's that? Nothing. I was just gonna say. Uh, this is when Todd starts to make his uh, his intentions known, and he starts telling him, he goes, uh, I'm, you got to make the women want you. You got to make them beg for it. Yeah. He's like, tomorrow I'm going to shoot a big buck. And like that's how he's going to fuck her, is by yeah. like impressing her, with, by killing this animal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, like I can follow that logic a little bit i mean it doesn't really make sense but all right that's enough for this two-dimensional character and uh johnny's in the middle doing the classic he's not saying much he's doing the classic uh not saying anything character contemplating yeah playing with something in his hand like doing that like i'm thinking deep yeah and uh and then on on his right uh our idiot friend is like that was pretty sweet well good night (laughs) It's at this point, all three of them are laying in the tent, and uh, they hear the the audible sound of bats flying around. Apparently, it sounded to me like a flock of birds, but uh, you <laughs> know you're you flapping. you don't have the ear for it, my mm. friend. Even though it's funny, because like, all three of these guys are, you know, city slickers. That's I wrote, kind of I wrote city slickers in my notes. <laughs> and I'm like, well, okay, maybe you, uh, maybe one of them is Bruce Wayne. Knows the sound of bats real well. It cuts to the next morning, and we see Tracker brushing her teeth. Directly outside of the tent. Yeah. Why and, uh, would you, like, spend all night in the woods, and then... Oh, yeah, we didn't even mention. She chooses to not sleep in the tent with these guys. Uh, rather, Do you blame her? <laughs> the guy says, like, if she's in here, no one would be getting sleep tonight, implying that there'd be, like, a fucking... A train th- run on yeah, her, Yeah, a basically. train run on her. <laughs> That's the fat guy who's so optimistic about, even though he's the one who has a wife. Somehow he gets laid. I don't know. Um, But yeah, we see uh, the next morning, Johnny's crawling out of the tent. We see Tracker brushing her teeth. And Johnny pretty much just flat out accuses her of being a vampire. Uh, And she's... Like, he's like, well, I don't know. Uh, I heard some bats, and they're only out here this time of year. Isn't this the time of year you're always out here? And then he kind of, like, walks off, and then we see her brushing her fangs. Mm-hmm. You got the fang reveal. Yeah. So, uh, but guess what? What? Just a dream. Oh, yeah, it was just a dream, so take a drink. Yep, that's a, uh, that's a drink. And then one of my favorite moments happens. The breakfast time? Breakfast time, and the story that... I just wrote him down as fat guy, but it's... Uh, <laughs> it's Jake. It's Jake. <laughs> that Jake says is makes no sense. And I I can put it in layman's terms, but he's like, when I got up to the cabin, I had two of my friends... Oh, my God. ...sitting on top of the cabin <laughs> with the water hose... Spraying it down to make it look like it was raining. And when I finally got out of the bag, it actually started raining. And they both fell off the roof and had to go to the hospital. But good thing we did because uh, I was she punched me in the nose and broke my nose and they had to fix it. So what so, the fuck is the context So of this? Jake, it's the next morning. 
uh, Jake is telling a very humorous anecdote about tricking a woman into sleeping with him. Humorous to him, actually. <laughs> he couldn't get through the story. He's like laughing so hard and everyone else is just like, yeah, just fucking get to it, man. You're This isn't good for us. I think he ad-libbed so much of his lines. There was a multiple times I was like, Jake is just... Someone had to do something. Todd wasn't bringing shit to no. the table. But... Uh, I was going to say, this is uh, the breakfast scene uh, where we see uh, Johnny is handed a bowl of worms with blood poured over the top of it, and they ask him to, uh, he's supposed to eat it, uh, and the two other friends, Jake and Todd, hold him down, and he's force-fed these worms, and that that's when he is also the dream. That's the dream that he wakes up from. And then fat guy is telling... <laughs> This dumb story, right? Yeah, so he's telling the story. It's the next day, I think. It always looks like it's the same fucking time. Okay. This timeline in this whole whole episode baffles me. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about the end. Let's we'll okay. save all that till okay. the end. Okay. Uh so uh this is <laughs> it's like noon. So they're done hiking and tracking for the day. They're coming back to camp to make a fire. Todd doesn't shoot a book. Like he says he was going to, and instead just grabs Tracker and is like, hey, baby, what's up? Yeah. Um, so then he takes her in the tent, and Tracker says that she needs some sunblock for her sensitive skin. That's not just sunblock, though. Dude, yeah. So she takes off her clothes, she strips down to his underwear, and she's looking good. Yeah. Uh, that same underwear she wears the entire episode. Yeah. Uh, but um, Stoker's sun-dead 350? That's right. Nope. That's exactly the name of the sunblock. Stoker's Sundead 350. I like how in real life, years ago, they proved that like anything above like 35 is useless. Oh, yeah. SPF. It, yeah, it just says something to do with how often you have to reapply it. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, what? I only have to reapply this once a year? Like, <laughs> if they're vampires and they're using this to like, you know... Get through the day. Get through the day, but also so they well, she was won't saying think they're vampires. She was like, it's a micro so... batch, or it's a an independent company. Oh, it's, it's, it's like custom made or something yeah, like some that. Yeah, some shit like that. But I'm like, well, why would you be so clearly obvious about... Well, I'm just be like, sunblock, <laughs> 35. <laughs> no, it says Stokers, Bram Stokers. If you're trying to be secretive as a vampire, why would you have such an obvious bottle? Yeah. Well, it's so he covers her body in sunblock and then they don't fuck. Uh, she just goes, well, got to hit the trail. Yeah. If you want to get that buck, dude, I swear to God, like, can you just imagine how like sexually frustrated you would be after just rubbing some woman down with lotion and being like, all right, we're about to fucking get down. And then she's like, all right, yeah, peace out of here. I'll play it real quick for us. <laughs> That's what she says to him as she leaves. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe. I was like, well, he said he was going to bag it that day and it didn't happen. Is that just an analogy for fucking her? Uh, yeah. Was she the, yeah. Was she supposed to be the buck? I don't know, but she but says. a buck is a male deer. Well, yeah. <laughs> you got me there. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, definitely drink. Cause they said, got to hit the trail. Um, and this, it cuts to the next day. Also, it looks like it's 10 a.m. And nobody bagged the big buck. No. 
but Jake accidentally dropped his gun. He fell, <laughs> and his gun went off, and he shot a rabbit? Which is crazy, because at the very beginning of this episode, when Johnny's having his nom flashback, he wakes up to Jake holding the gun in his face, and he goes, sorry, I don't know how to use one of these. Yeah. You know, it just establishes that... City slickers. City slickers, God. Um, So... They decide to turn in for the day. It's 10 a.m. They've had enough hunting. Yeah. You got to cram in a solid 18 hours of sleep to get up and hunt for the next three hours. Um, So Tracker leads. Tracker is like leading on Todd. And she's like, yeah, but you got to have protection. Kind of inferring like using a condom. But they're talking about a gun like for sure. So Todd goes in the tent to go get the gun, and while he's in there, Tracker takes Jake out to the woods, presumably to go fuck him. Well, that's right after... And this is where... Well, it's right after uh, Jake is like, she's so sexy it hurts. My body, like, freezes (laughs) up, but I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, she looks okay, but, like, again, I don't know. Dude, back for the 80s, that was slamming. Did you recognize her? Was she from something? She was Conan Barbarian. She's Valeria. And then she was in uh, Hell Comes to Frogtown. Oh, shit. Yeah. Which but she, a, oh, yeah. She wore those glasses, right? She was in a movie called She, and she is she, the character she. It's just another, like, she did okay in the early 80s. Well, she was looking okay in this episode. Yeah. Um, but this is when Scott, or Scott, Todd. <laughs> Oh, Todd Chuck's always little this like is Todd's like, that's women for you, man. Yeah. They're just trying to make you jealous. It's like that incel subreddit where it's like uh dudes who can't get laid blame yeah. it on the women. Well, just remember this moment. I'm going to reference it in part two. Okay. Okay. Uh real quick, I also like the little joke. Again, this reminded me of why I think Jake was improvising lines. When he when they get back with the rabbit, he throws it on the stump and is like, stay. <laughs> like like I'm like, dude, this character was this guy, this actor was like thinking he was just killing it. I know. He was like explaining to his agent, No, you don't understand. This is my breakout role. I'm gonna do Freddy's nightmares and it's all downhill yeah. from there. And then we have another nightmare. Another fake dream. Fake, uh, uh well, a real dream. Well, <laughs> a fake reality. Okay. Where Tracker takes Jake out to the woods and then Johnny follows him out there and then Jake is tied up to a rock, presumably having erotic sex with Tracker. But then this is where... Is this when she's rubbing on him? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, she then goes in for the bite and bites his neck. And, you know, there's all this blood dripping down her face. And then Johnny surprises her. And she kind of turns around and starts to attack him, only to then wake up as another fuck you to the audience. Because it's another dream. So take a drink. Tracker wakes Todd and Johnny to Mm -hmm. go look for Jake, who's missing for real. So Johnny and Todd give up, and they basically suspect Tracker of being a vampire. Well, they have that slow reveal of the classic thing where one character is like, yeah, no way, man. Like, she ain't no vampire. And, you know, I saw this coming. Everyone saw this coming a mile away. It was like, well, she can't be in sunlight. No, I guess not. Yeah, you're right. I'm an idiot. Unless she were like, you know, was wearing something like a 
sunblock or something. I don't know. Like a umbrella or something. And then you see uh, Todd have this slow, like, realization that, oh, okay. She is maybe a vamp. So, while these two dudes are talking about Tracker being a vampire, meanwhile, we see Tracker actually biting Jake for real. I wrote down nightmare and then <laughs> a second later i had to go back and said nope and yeah so johnny witnesses tracker sucking his blood for real and he runs away from jake being tied up to somehow also finding todd tied up in what seems like the same location yeah but She's also sucking his blood what seems like simultaneously. Like, yeah. how could she be in two places at once? I guess. Oh, yeah, vampire, I guess that explains uh, And um, this is the scene where she's like, vampires crave sex more, more than, than blood. blood. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. It was so funny to me. Um, and then his acting in this scene is so... I know, like, he's trying to be, like... Not into her? Not into her, like, playing along because he's going to try and, you know, stab her or whatever. But he's just like, let's get this romance started. <laughs> yeah. The director's like, hey, man, we got to take it down a little bit. Yeah. Like, I know okay. you're excited. Is to there any other way we can do this? Is that the only way? Okay. So, yeah. Tracker confronts Johnny, and she says she needs sex more than blood, and she wants to turn Johnny into a vampire for some reason. Instead of just sucking his blood like everybody else, his, I don't know indifference to her had somehow turned her on so much that she must turn him into a vampire. No other man has ignored <laughs> the clear signs that I'm a vampire as well as you. It was ridiculous. Uh, and then <laughs> this part made me actually laugh out so, loud. Yeah. Tracker says he's got to drink Todd's blood to become a vampire. But this is when Johnny uses his trusty crucifix. Yeah. A little cross action. Uh, and he, like, backs her up. Also, the noises she's making during this scene, like, is that typical vampire? It's, like, wolfish, like, not quite howling, but it's, like, growls and things like that. And, uh, anyway, that... She's a very feral... Yeah, she's a feral, feral vamp. But it, it, the best part in this whole scene is, like, yeah, he, like, backs her off, gets Johnny... Uh, not Johnny. Johnny gets Todd. Mm-hmm. And they uh, they start like backing up, and they have the best like <laughs> jump off of a cliff. Yeah, he's saving his friend, and somehow backs off of a cliff and falls. Not only just falls, like launches <laughs> off. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, the stunt actors in this scene were like, they went for it. Yeah, like I wouldn't be surprised if those guys got more money than the actors in this one because they went for it. There's well, yeah. a couple. There's a number of cliff jumps. Yeah, there, there's really, one there at you go. the very Every end. Every time there's a cliff jump, jump, take a drink. Yes, that's a good one. That's a great one. Um, but yeah, Johnny and Todd managed to fall off a cliff and die. Uh, but then mm -mm. Johnny wakes up, and he is now woken up into the second. Uh, story of the episode he's taken us from story number one to story number two uh, and basically makes the entire first half of this episode just a dream it's moot yeah it's like what the fuck was the point nothing i think the only thing that still carries over is the name of his friends and tracker right 
Is she called Dracker still? I don't. I think she is. Yeah, cause remember, cause but she, it doesn't make any sense because well, no, because they were on she's an like, airplane. I'm the only one keeping you alive. Well, she was a a pilot and a tracker. <laughs> she was an outdoors. Was she the pilot? That's what. Yeah, because the only other two bodies are of uh, are Jake and Todd. Okay, I wasn't sure how many she was a tra- bodies. She was a land and air expert. Man. Well, not that great of an air expert, actually. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it's really crazy. She sure learned a lot from having a brother who was in the military. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she's like a fucking super spy just it, it, by being relatively... It must have been like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If that was like in a movie world, like... He's like, hold up. Let me teach you everything I yeah. know. Um, But yeah. Uh, he wakes up. Uh, Johnny wakes up. Sleeping on a plane door. So, take a drink. Yep. Uh, and this is where Tracker explains that there was a plane crash during a business trip and immediately insists on feeding Johnny meat that was just stripped off of uh, somebody's ribs. It looked like either, like, honey ham slices. <laughs> like, it, they, they came off in, like, the most easy pulls that were, like, in deli cuts already. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't look that bad, to be honest. I know. And they, so they didn't kill these people. So this meat is not fresh. No. So it is coming off of the ribs very easy. And if you were a tracker, wouldn't you cook meat before you ate it from any animal? As fucking dumb as the first half of this episode was, this is where things completely go off the rails. Like, we have, um, so there's a thing that they say at the beginning of this part right now, where is that we exhausted the natural food supply. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so you're implying you've been there for a long enough time to have eaten all of the plants and the animals. <laughs> okay. But the bodies of your uh, friends have not decomposed to enough to... No. Uh, also... Um, hmm, I guess you don't grow beards when you're lost out in oh, yeah. the natural... So, okay. So... Oh, God. Before we get into that, Johnny eats the the meat off of his dead friend, mm. and we see another Freddy uh, little moment where Freddy says some shit about eating human meat and having, like, a human meat council, and it was a very dumb Freddy joke, but in this little bit, he eats humans, and I feel like that was a moment for Is that Freddy. Where he pops the, I've like never the seen Freddy. sausage in his mouth, so to speak? He eats, like, something that was off of that hors d'oeuvre platter that had, like, eyeballs and fingers and shit. But I was like, I think this is the first Freddy moment where he acts like a cannibal. Yeah. Uh, you know what's really funny is that maybe it just would be, like, wishful thinking or wishful watching is uh, his his face when he pops that in his mouth. Like, he takes a couple of bites and you can see him being like, oh, please cut so I can spit this into the fucking, the, the chew tank, the, 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 the bin on the ground. a whole plate of pre-chewed eyeballs, and he's like, ugh. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's why he refused to do uh, related little moments. Content. Like, yeah, he's yeah. like, I'm just going to shoot a bunch of generic shit, and you yeah. guys figure it out. Like, in, uh, well, I guess in Black Tickets, he actually did some relatable content, but... I'm trying to think of like the what the comparable thing would be like him like sucking exhaust out of an exhaust pipe in a car for that one. Or, like <laughs> something where he's like, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Fuck this. Yeah. They're like uh, 
can't like this episode's gonna be on in prime time. Can't you say it's prime time, bitch? Yeah. No, that was from the movies. Yeah. I only do original stuff for this show. Yeah. I need to eat uh, eight hour old <laughs> sausages and then spit them out. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway, we start back with another nightmare, I believe, right? Or is that the nightmare? Is the um, the eating the first eating that we see? Uh, no, I think that's. I think that really happens. The first nightmare is the whole vampire nightmare. No, no, well, hmm. That's the first one. So Johnny wakes up from that. He has been going into and out of a, a nightmare state. And Tracker's yeah. like, it's got to stay with me. Because, like, you can't keep slipping back into this nightmare world where... I thought I'm he a- did have a nightmare. Hmm. Well, because it's right before they cut to another uh, Freddy bumper. And this is my favorite one. Where he's looking at the map, Freddy is, uh-huh. and he like comes down and does his little pun thing, and then as soon as he does his little one-liner at the end, like instantly pulls the map back up in front of his face. <laughs> like He couldn't even handle how dumb the pun was and had to cover his face. <laughs> I was laughing so hard at that. I literally paused and LOL'd. Dude, I laughed out loud for a lot of things in this episode. This was this one had me rolling. And then, uh, so after that, we get our first actual sex scene. So yeah, so, sort of. So Tracker of explains that there's no rats or bats or any natural food sources that they've exhausted. So this basically explains why they've got to eat their friends, and you know. There's that movie that came out called Alive, which was I a like famous that movie. It was a famous K-Bacon, movie. K-Bacon, baby. About, you know. A real story. A real soccer team that gets lost in the Andes or Alps or some shit. Yeah, the shit. Argentina. And the then Argentina? they had to eat their fellow soccer players yeah. just to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And very compelling actual story. I'm, I, I think probably the actual story is way more interesting do than you, this. Uh, do you think when they were like getting ready to cut them up, they took a black magic marker out and wrote... Legs, thighs, arms on them. All I know is that I love Argentinian spices. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I would not mind eating a couple of them myself. Locking my door tonight. Equal opportunity really? cannibal over here. Um, so Johnny explains that he's got a fiancé. Well, he's never had sex like this either. No, yeah. So basically, they're going to the bone zone. Johnny and Tracker are actually fucking, which I thought was so strange because he's there's no allure. He's not seduced by her at all in the first bit. Well, I don't blame him, though. But It's like alone on a deserted island kind of thing. But what I'm saying is that, like, you were just saying how cold and sterile he was about, all right, why don't we just go for it, baby? Well, but it was in the previous... Uh... <laughs> fake story story that didn't exist that was in his fantasy it was in his nightmare i guess maybe he had the fucking case the rumblies from eating too many people oh yeah um so yeah he's having wild sex with her it's so wild she doesn't take her bra or her downstairs area (laughs) i saw that you could see her still wearing something around her waist they almost uh later on when we'll, we'll talk about it, but there's another scene where like he's taking off her pants and he almost accidentally pulls down her underwear. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what do you mean? No, the guy part of me was like, come on now. What's the girl party you do? Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, the thing I liked about this was um, he's like, I've never had sex like this before. And it literally is her just like laying, laying on him and like, 
claw, not clawing his arms, but like running her fingers up his limbs. That's hot. Uh, but I mean, like, <laughs> I know you. You're he this, must have had some very frigid, you're unemotion- this crazy rich corporate president. Like, you've either had, you've had trophy wives, trophy girlfriends, paid for it, things like that. Someone is going to be good along the way. And if the best you ever had is someone just like running their hands <laughs> up your arms to your ha- to your hands, uh-huh. good lord, Jesus Christ! That's I, I was like, he's like, my body is like tingling <laughs> and twitching. He's like, like oh. whoa, the missionary position, it's so wild. Yeah, <laughs> usually I just put it in and stand there for five minutes and don't even move in and out. I was oh uh, brother, I, that scene. Uh, Still not my favorite laugh. So yeah, it was it was goofy as fuck. Um, and then we cut to a fo- um, f- there's two forest rangers intro. No, no, wait, not yet. There's two forest rangers who see them in the canyon, and they have a rope ladder. They throw it down there. They climb down into the canyon that they're trapped in, and Tracker accuses Johnny oh, of being a fast. cannibal. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's a total uh. What is that? Benedict Arnold? That's the word. <laughs> That's the character. She's a Benedict Arnold. She totally she turns yeah. on him. That's actually, uh, the you know, the historical Benedict Arnold actually slept with a pilot, uh, ate meat with uh, from the belly of their friend, and then wow. flipped on him. Yeah. The more you know. Yeah. <laughs> so she accuses these rangers... Uh, well, she's, she accuses Johnny of being cannibal and basically six these rangers on him. And the rangers, without saying a single word, string him up and hang him. She's I babe. love it. Yeah. She's like, stop him. And they don't say anything. They just like, all right. As I, I'm learning something from this show is that like whenever <laughs> it's something that goes so fast like that, for the most part, I go, nightmare. Lo and behold, nightmare. They start stringing him up. Take another drink because it's a nightmare. Yep, that's a nightmare. Uh, and then we get our He's, little Mary Beth intro. Yeah, so the screaming that's in his dream that's like, string him up, he's a murderer, is actually a radio that is on while he's asleep. And the radio is a woman who is the wife of a victim of a serial killer who's on the loose named Butcher Morgan. Mm-hmm. I felt like this was a whole lot. To kind of tack on the end here. That goes back to my point about how this is like, it's so... um, It's too many balls in there. It's it's too much. There's too much. There's a lot going on and they don't do it well. And it starts becoming too many different stories at the end. Like, I see what they were trying to do. It's like, okay, the serial killer becomes the victim. But they didn't show the serial killer enough to to make you even think he had a chance. No. Yeah, it's fucked up. So, yeah, we get our Mary Beth intro, and she's with this tracker, and they quickly establish that they see some, like... Well, just real quick, before before we meet uh, Mary Beth, uh, on the radio, they basically explain that these people have been missing for so long, Johnny and his team, that... There's no way they could survive, so they're they're being called off. There's no more people. Well, the official... The search, search party. the search party is being called off. There's nobody looking for these people anymore. So Johnny and uh, Tracker are basically like, all right, well, it's just us. We're going to keep eating our friends till they're, you know, skeletons. And we're just going to keep fucking. 
Yeah. Uh, not bad. Doesn't half, sound like a bad way to no. go. <laughs> half not bad. Well, they talk about it. They're like... I mean, if I was out. going to be dying in a canyon, I would probably eat you and... <laughs> Me? <laughs> and then have sex with my body? I'm, no. Whoa. I'm just saying. Well, you didn't my business partner... Yeah, my me. business partner, exactly. you. I mean, you. I didn't kill you. You just died of natural causes from the plane was, crash. Okay, but I would fuck on top yeah. of your dead body. Okay, all right. So you gotta have. A, <laughs> it's kind of like you're in there. Yeah. Hey, exactly. <laughs> that's a that's a three way. Or if there's a term for that. Um, if Next I die, three Leah. If I die, I think I've said this to you before, but uh, uh, you can let all the necrophiliacs just go nuts, like. Really? At least I can just you bring happiness to someone else. But in my last Wait. <laughs> you're still alive? No, at this I'm point? dead. Oh, I thought you said your last moments, so like as a corpse. You want to know maybe like in your last few moments like they're getting ready. <laughs> so you at least know and you're you're like, "Oh, okay, it's actually happening." When I'm dead in a few minutes, at least I'm having one of my Listen, man. All I'm saying is you can make a quick buck off it. Okay. <laughs> Noted <laughs> in the will. All the, right. The, the short and spooky will has been filled in finally. We see Freddy. This is when he actually mentions the characters by name. The second time. Yes. Again. No more weird head spins. He's grounded. He's a real character. We see Johnny and Trek are fucking. Johnny says that he's got a fiance named Barry, Mary Beth. Barry Meth. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be great berry meth if anybody is listening at home and wants to draw a picture of a berry meth just shoot it to our uh twitter uh, account at short and spooky and tommy jr google that for us <laughs> you'll see some of uh, our fan fiction that we have berry meth fanfic uh, <laughs> um so yeah johnny says his fiance mary beth is gonna still be looking for him and this is when we get introduced to the very bitchy Mary Beth. Oh, she was very nice. What are you talking about, dude? She says... I was okay. joking. All right. Uh, she has a deliverance reference at the beginning, which I oh, liked. Oh, yeah. She has hired whatever the male equivalent of Tracker is. I... Tracker's dad. <laughs> Tracker's weird older brother. Tracker? We're like, track him. Ooh. Mm. Very nice. Okay. Uh, I'll see myself out. <laughs> So uh, they, she's got a tracker, and she's looking for Johnny because she wants his money. She's like, I'm not going to wait like seven years for the insurance, insurance people money. She'll be throw like, that body in front of the, the judge or yeah. insurance guy. She wants stone cold cash. She yeah. doesn't give a fuck about Johnny's well-being. I think she pretty much assumes he's already died anyway, but she's like, I got to get those fucking dollar signs. Um, but yeah, she gives that great deliverance speech. She's like, I hired you out here. There could be, uh, toothless rednecks. She goes, yeah. She's like, there could be rabid chipmunks or a, gr <laughs> a group of like inbred dudes to who are going to rape me essentially. And he's like, lady, they wouldn't want nothing to do with yeah. you. <laughs> you obviously didn't see deliverance. I, <laughs> oh yeah. Cause it's a dude, yeah. but this is when I called her, I called her a city slicker for sure. Oh, yeah, well, she replaces all his gear with, like, hairdressers 
and a hair straightener, which she was holding at one point, which I thought was a vibrator for the very brief second, because it looks like a, a high, not a high tech, they're probably much more high tech, but it looked like a, a little vibrator she's like jabbing him with. I, I will, I noticed a really funny thing later on about her um, toiletries and stuff. I'll get to that. But um, the teddy bear? No. Uh, so Mary Beth explains her motivations to find uh, uh, her husband. And then they cut to, again, Johnny and Tracker waking up from having slept on the wing of the airplane. I'm sure very Which comfortable. Which now suddenly was underneath the little tent thing? Well, no. she's They were on top of it. And he starts kind of expressing his affinity for sex and cannibalism. He's like, you know, I don't know if I could go back to like my normal life. I think I just want to fuck and eat my friends all day long. And I'm like, yeah, yeah no shit. Problematic. Um, so Mary Beth and the dude tracker find the plane wreck and they try to rescue Johnny and tracker, but this is where Mary Beth replaced all the gear that they need. So how did he not notice that <laughs> this goes back to the problem I have with the episode where I don't know how long it is like they've been gone for or like how long it would take to go through the woods to get these people. And it's like, okay, if it's been a couple day journey, a couple days, you would be like, okay, let me open this bag of gear that I have. So Okay. So I feel like people are constantly being fed other people. Like, you need to eat or else you starve. You need to eat or else you starve. You I Googled go, it. Like, I Googled weeks it. weeks without eating. Three weeks. Three weeks. Three yep. weeks. So let's just say, hypothetically, they couldn't even wait one week. That means that these dead bodies have been festering for seven oh, days. Yeah. Full of fucking maggots and germs and, and long shit. enough for them to exhaust the natural food supply in there, too. Like, I feel like these people are just gluttons. <laughs> That's what I feel. Like, I, I don't know what it reminds me of, but I feel like... Uh, the movie Seven, it's like the guy who eats himself to death. Like, I'm like, <laughs> these people can't not be fucking eating all the time. But I mean, isn't there a convention? Isn't there something from, I don't know what, a movie or a show about people being forced to be cannibals and eating way more than they needed to? And mm. just being like, oh, well, I got a lot Human hungry. caterpillar? Centipede? Centipede. <laughs> oh, shit, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Right. Human caterpillar is the movie I'm working on. Where man... Did you ever see Human Centipede Part 2? Never saw either. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. I saw Human Centipede Part 2 on a date. <laughs> Which was so okay, fucked quick up. Quick question. Your idea or her idea? My idea. Oh, great. How'd that work out? Well, there's a scene where a pregnant woman who's part of a 21-person human centipede of eating shit and shitting in other people's mouths escapes, has a miscarriage where the baby goes underneath the accelerator of the car. She pushes down the accelerator with her foot and murders her own stillborn child. Did not really put the girl... I you mean she wasn't just like frothing at the mouth for you? <laughs> it was, uh, the tone was a little off, I'll say. And you guys dated for four years. <laughs> well, Always had to watch that movie when you're having sex, though. It gets right? me pretty excited. Yeah. No, she's yeah. Like, like, human see human caterpillar, so. always eating. Human uh, caterpillar? <laughs> that's so priceless, dude. That's great. Nah, um, so, well, uh, she, Mary Beth. She gets pissed off. She gets pissed when off. When they find him. And then she falls off the cliff. Well, right before that, she's like, I'm going to report you to the 
the Better, Better Scouts Bureau. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then her fall is great. She somehow manages to like walk forward off a cliff, but fall, fall back backwards first. off the cliff. Then land on the ground and like roll down. The- Still, <laughs> she's like, like the the stunt back. devil was. <laughs> yeah, she she's goes, like, oh my, my back, back hurts my- but she just says it. She's completely fine. Just she's, to just to be like, it just sounds like a complainer, like someone that's not actually her. Yeah. This made that made me laugh. Uh, still not the best. <laughs> Falling second, off cliff roll. No, no, second best fall off the cliff moment. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. I'm glad we're getting close to this. So she falls off. She's perfectly fine. Um, and she sees the skull stripped of all its meat. She so they sees... ate the head meat first? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, she sees basically a bloody skull of one of Johnny's friends where is the meat on the skull well that's what i was saying is that they have had either enough time to eat the whole body or they're choosing Mm -hmm. the worst parts well maybe they're choosing the pieces that don't have a lot of fat in them (laughs) that's something they're trying to avoid i mean she's got that one set of underwear and bra that she wears so she has to make sure she can still fit into it but i remember reading about like the the donner party and how they say they reluctantly said like the butt is the best cut of uh, human flesh. Oh, yeah. Same with, like, uh, a lot of can- uh, murder cannibals. Did you ever yeah. see that movie Ravenous? No. It's cool. It's a lot of eating butt. It came out, it's, like, around the Donner Party time and place. Um, Did you take uh, another date to this one as well? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, no, I had got this from the uh, DVD club where you would buy five DVDs and they would Send you one for a penny. Oh, it's like the CD? Yeah, you would order them through a magazine, which sounds crazy to actually put it like that. But Yeah, no, it is. I uh, would watch Ravenous quite a bit. I had on DVD. I thought it was really cool. It's kind of like when you eat somebody, it gives you superpowers like Wolverine, so you're super strong and can heal. Um, But it's a period piece, which, you know, I'm a sucker for. Yeah, wait, wait. Are those powers uh, permanent? Yes. As long as you're eating it. So, like, some dude will get, like, stabbed with a pitchfork and then eat some more human and then be cool. Weird. It's got one of the dudes from Trainspotting in it. Hmm. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very specific. Anyway, watch Ravenous. It's a cool movie. We'll check it out. <laughs> I will. So, the next scene now is uh, we see the two uh, forest rangers that were in Johnny's Nightmare. But now they're... They got a dog with they, them. Yeah. I love that it wasn't one of them with the dog. Like, they had to have, like, the dog handler come in. I mean, you got to have the story make sense, right? Everything else has made sense <laughs> up until this point. <laughs> Don't know why they would not. Those are the types of details real fans yeah, look for. Yeah, they got a punch-up guy and an editor who are reading all these things. But. So the two rangers, they are not looking for Johnny and Tracker because mm-hmm. they're as good as dead. They're looking for Butcher Butch. Morgan running around out in the woods. A character who we have not introduced to or anything (laughs) until this point. No, it's just... You have no emotional tie, no nothing. All you know is that he is going to run into... You can just tell that he's going to run into one of them out at the plane wreck. Yeah. So Johnny mentions that... uh, So here's what I was talking about. So Johnny mentions that Mary Beth 
had slept with Todd oh. before Johnny had been made the president of the company. So mm-hmm. he's just trying to illustrate how Mary Beth is very greedy and money hungry. Yep. But this also goes back to what Todd was saying in the first bit about a woman trying to make you jealous yep. by sleeping with somebody else just yeah. to make you upset. Hey, I'm telling you, that's why they got these. This is clever writing. <laughs> This is not, I feel like... You got your canine trainer, you got your one call back to the storyline. Well, what they had just, I feel like one of the most recent things that they had shown was her being freaked out by seeing the head stripped of meat and being like, oh shit, that's Todd, that's the dude I was fucking. Well, then she also mentions he had a lot of meat on him, and she starts to make a thing about how giant... dick. I I, I wrote down, Todd got that D, baby. (laughs) Very important thing to know. Uh, But... I just love how she used that like all the time being like, I fucked your friend. Remember that? I <laughs> fucked your friend. What about, and then. How uh, demeaning is that? Like, oh, hey, just by the way, I fucked your friend. I'd be like, you're trying to get this money, this insurance money. You're not fully married yet. You're still a fiance. Oh yeah, no you shit. You might want to cool it with that taunting and the bullshit. Cause you're, you're. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't even think about that. They're not married. How the fuck is she trying to get his money? Yeah, Exactly. Mm. They were too busy wow. focusing on. Wow. Uh, I can't the, believe I'm just now realizing this. having the uh, the canine dog trainer and uh, the one other reference they have uh, line up the writers obviously, um, but uh, she also mentions how like I can't remember what the name of the party was. She's like, what about the Scots party or something? And because like she implies that he fooled around with uh, someone else when they were first dating too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so Todd's got that D. <laughs> so they go to bed, and this is one of the, uh... With the, the first, the, the Mary Beth nightmare part of the episode. Okay, yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and take this? Uh, she goes to bed. Tracker is hella horny, and she can't even make it through the night without fucking Johnny. And, uh, the hired Tracker... Uh, uh, the dude tracker, he's, he's running around as fast as he can, trying to get back to get these people help. And he's tripped, uh, by tracker Morgan, who's hiding. He trips Morgan, butcher Morgan, butch. Oh, I called him tracker Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. Butcher Morgan trap traps the tracker track him as we call him and then shoots the dude in the face yeah like instantly like he's like i don't give him i don't give second chances but he yeah. wants his clothes so he can blend in that was the <laughs> in the middle of the forest he's like i gotta blend in with all these other trackers running around out here um so johnny ties up mary beth for for what she thinks is sex yeah and she's like oh kinky like yeah tie me up and then after Johnny's tied up Mary Beth, Tracker comes out with knives and like a knife sharpener. And then they're going to eat her. And they're like, this is when they call her fat. They call her fat. And yeah, I mean, because early in the episode, she's like, oh, I'm here. I'm so I've been nervous. Eating diet pills and not sleeping. And she pulls like her little like uh, thing she's wearing over her shoulders back and is like, Check it out. And she's wearing like I the lost. loosest fitting clothes where you could never even tell she had I lost been. a few pounds. Don't Can't you notice? And he's like, yeah, you look good. Or he's not even like enthusiastic about it. But yeah, this we end up finding out, you know, like this, this is, is all her, a dream. This is her dream. So she wakes up from a dream. Take a uh, drink. At this point, I wrote down the timeline of this episode is bonkers. 
because yeah. you can't tell how long they've been out there. I feel like this has to have been the same day that they discover them because the dude tracker who just got killed by Butcher Morgan, he was running. He wouldn't be running after multiple days of trying to get someone help. You would like be doing that entire episode. This part of the episode was like they crashed in three days and they ate their friends instantly uh ate all the rabbits around apparently uh we skipped over the, the part where they trick her into eating uh human meat oh yeah they tell her it's a rabbit and mm -hmm. then they're like she like smirks over she's like behind her back like bitch yeah um and then so, yeah tracker serves mary beth the food and says they she has to eat it or she'll die again it's the same convention that they were using before um and mary beth eats Todd thinking it's a rabbit. So the dude she had fucked, she probably was way more into Todd because he it was, was a foreskin. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, this tastes familiar. Yeah. I've had that so far. <laughs> um, so again, Johnny gets horny and has to fuck in the middle of the night. Uh, tracker is somehow in a dream. We have a tracker well, nightmare. Tracker has a nightmare. And she's this laying in a meat cooler and At first, I thought it was a steamer, like a steam thing. And well, then, no, she's in a freezer, and it's like they'll have some restaurant or something, and they're like, uh, Mary Beth is all pissed off at uh, at Johnny for going to the store and getting like the wrong things. And then we show her body, and I love how it's labeled. It's, it's marked off as if it was the cuts of meat off a pig or like a, like a side of beef. It's not says, even that. This, <laughs> as a former cook for a living, it says legs, legs, thighs, arms. Yeah. Those are the parts of the body used to do, like describing like, oh, this is where the... It's not the shank. It's or, not the it, shank. It's the none flank. of that stuff. Yeah. The, the rib eye. The, it's just like, I'm like, those are just parts of a body you can observe being like, that'd be like being like nipple. <laughs> like, like, of you course, don't like pork nipple? Pork nipple. All no. the hipsters do. So I thought it was so funny, too, because she's laying in this cooler, and to make her look like she's frozen, they just sprinkle glitter all over her. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so shitty. Mm -hmm. It was great. Uh, and then we have a great little scene. She wakes up, take a drink, and this is the scene that I thought was so great. It was a shot of Mary Beth sleeping using her hair dryer as a pillow. <laughs> No, it's like, what the fuck? Like, can we find the most uncomfortable thing for her to be using out of sheer vanity? Uh, but I yeah. was sore just watching this movie. So here's a question for you. If th she's been out there long enough to starve without eating this person, how long has Butcher Morgan been on the run in the woods? And does he know how to track? Does he know how to cook food? How is he still alive running around in the fucking wilderness by himself? Well, can, I, can we talk about his intro to the plane scene now? Okay. So this is my favorite part. So they're having this argument about who does, who would he want to eat? Like, which one? So, that? yeah, okay. So both... Quit playing games. Uh, I'm so, Bridge, you're Strip Poker. So, okay. All of a sudden, these both these chicks are throwing themselves at Johnny. Like, you've got two babes fighting over you. And he's totally pussing out. I know. I love his response, too. He's like, can we take turns? Yeah. He's like, what about sex? Classic. But, like, eating, Yeah, basically. classic dude answer. Yeah. But go ahead. Uh, yeah, so they have this whole scene where they're 
doing the the confrontation the, the, the what you assume is the final confrontation her and me which one uh at first i thought sex just like johnny but then you're like no it's about uh who's gonna survive yeah um and she and like i said she she kind of throws some shade at tracker being like i'm bridge you're strip poker and indicating that she's not she's classy, classy and in trackers not but then the best moment of the entire episode it's like they're having this thing where johnny's suddenly gonna have to make a decision about what they're gonna eat or who which of them they're gonna eat <laughs> butch butch morgan right butcher morgan butcher morgan just comes rolling <laughs> out of the woods <laughs> he like the launched himself it's he was running as fast as he could and jumped <laughs> But you he don't accidentally like, fall. He was doing a Sonic the Hedgehog impression. <laughs> and he comes in and, and he's like totally like... His legs are still running yeah. in air. <laughs> it's the best because he, he rolls in and he gets up and he's suddenly like this scary serial killer. He's like, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> like, like he had like gotten drunk and rolled through the woods. And the, the way he comes out, if you watch this episode, listeners, go back and watch him roll into it. It is a gem. I'll try and capture it and keep it for the rest of my life. Uh, so then they imply that, oh, we don't have to make a choice. Now we can eat... Uh, butcher, Morgan. Our butcher, yeah. So Which they, is a, you know, a little play on the name there. Yeah. So they imply that they're going to eat him, and then they cut to... Being rescued. Well, who knows how much time has passed. Nope. Uh, but they get rescued by uh, some type of park ranger, and he goes, oh, you guys must be... Starving. Yeah, I got I've beef, got... soup, <laughs> something else. Cheese. Cheese. Hey, sounds good. Yeah, I'm like, all right. But then, of course, they've, de- they've developed a taste-free a polyamorous, uh, cannibalistic relationship. Hey, man. The Bay Area. I'm still jealous. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, it cut back to uh, Freddy Krueger at the wait, end. Wait, wait, wait. They go... Uh, what would you like to eat in there? Oh, yeah. Like, they thigh, all... leg, rump. <laughs> yeah, they all have different parts that they like. The butt. The that's, rump. That's a rump. Yeah, that's, that's that. the best part. <laughs> and that shows, like, she's a classy lady. She knows uh, the best cuts of a human. Do you think uh, uh, Mary Beth has turned into less of a bitch having become a cannibal, that it's made her more grounded and I think humane? so. I feel I like she's a little become... Bit like, she got a little, a little taste. She's a of the, better person, yeah. for being a cannibal. In the last minute and a half, like I felt like I was like, oh, I don't hate you as much. Exactly. I, I'm really curious to see the um, the follow up episode. Yeah. Oh shit! So we can actually find out like if that's the case. I saw all I saw was one screenshot. It popped up on the Daily Motion video. It was like them in a house. So it sounds interesting. <laughs> It's I like did see his company. It's like, hey man, this works in the wilderness. Let's get these people into an apartment. I saw the tagline, not the tagline, but like the teaser for it. Not the like, just a, mm-hmm. a quote. It was like, the the three of them are back in society. Someone breaks into their house and they eat them. They eat them. Cool. But he's got a strange disease. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I'm I know. on I'm board. Excited, yeah. yeah, I'm down. All right, well... Uh, wait, wait, so just oh, real quick. Freddy, last Freddy. So, yeah, this oh, is God. Freddy, and he's, like, basting a fully grown fat He's pouring, he's pouring white man. gravy on He's pouring... Yeah, it looks disgusting. It looks like he's pouring, like, Bisquick 
all over a fat man's head. And the, you, it's a live man. And you can kind of look his see in his eyes that he's very he's, sad with his place in life. Yeah, the the <laughs> the extra the casting calling for that was like big Batman, disgusting man no must be willing no self-esteem must be willing to be covered in gravy with an apple in mouth like a fat pig and it almost like i kept on watching being like is he oh my god is he gonna go in his <laughs> is, eyes like is he gonna say something yeah because i mean why not just keep your eyes closed and like, he goes uh is that when he goes like bet you can't have just one yeah I, so also he puts him he says is that ruffles is that pringles What's that from? That's you Lay's. That's Lay's potato chips? Yeah. All right. I could be wrong. It's something. It but was a parody of something. He says to put him in the oven for three minutes. As <laughs> Again, as a former professional You had cook, problems with this? That large of a man, I've never cooked man. Uh, you just want it slightly warmer than room temp. It's not, it literally wouldn't <laughs> even be it. Like he's like, put it in there three minutes and you're good to go. I'm like, that guy's like 400 pounds. That <laughs> yeah. thing's going to be, you're going to go slow and low on that guy and cook him for like 12 hours. If you had to eat a person, what would your uh, chosen method of preparation be? Mm. I don't know. Like stir fry. Maybe some, whatever is going to make it the least like, Maybe deep fry. Deep fry. Breaded. Battered and deep fried? Battered and deep fried. Like a fish and chips type of situation? Oh, man, that sounds so gross still. Well, if they're British, <laughs> with the malt vinegar. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's, I feel like that's the thing. You got to cook them in whatever stereotypical. <laughs> yeah, if they're British. Yeah. They're Hispanic, put them in a burrito. Yeah. <laughs> they're Asian, put them in a wonton. A wonton. Americans would be a... Uh, Pizza? Just battered and fried, burger. covered yeah, fried. in shit. Mm-hmm. We're fat fucks. Kind of hungry. It sounds not so bad. Well, anyway, <laughs> that was the uh, that was the script. Of the I, episode. You just turned into a hot dog in front of my eyes, like a mirage. Please like, please don't eat me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, time to do what we do and get into the creepy crawlers. Creepy crawlers. And it's time for creepy crawlers. You know what we do here? We Rate an episode on a scale of 0 to 10 creepy crawlers, 10 being the best, 0 being the worst. Why don't you go ahead and take it away, Tommy? All right. Well, um, as far as humorous enjoyment, I got a lot out of this episode. You know, sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. I really like that because there are multiple ways to, to rate these episodes. I think humor is a big factor. And then, you know, we got the creepy factor on the other end. But okay. I don't want to steal your thunder by all no, means. That, no, that, that's very much where I was going with it. Um, uh, here's my thunder. If you'd like it, I'll just hand it across the table to you. Uh, no, but um, I thought it had a lot of uh, comic value to it. But that was the only thing for it for me. There was nothing creepy at all. It was, I mean, you you could see everything coming from a mile away. Um, the acting was goofy, not in a fun way. Besides, you like Jake. Besides Fat Jake, uh, everything else was, Johnny was too deadpan half the time. His character kind of flip-flopped between, like, at first I was like, oh, Johnny is like the first one being like, oh, something's fucked up with this vampire lady. Like, he's going to be kind of a leader, like, 
going to make a thing about Crack it. Cracking the case. Cracking the case. And then dumb. as it goes on, and then spe- uh, especially in the second part of the episode where he ends up being this kind of like lame duck and and not really being able to make decisions and kind of flip-flopping. Um, visually, it was confusing <laughs> to say it. To get, I mean, that's, in, that's giving it lightly. It was very confusing. <laughs> They were going to sleep every day during the, uh, the sunlight, um, and it didn't make any sense. It felt like a bunch of stories. Like I said before, it, it felt like a ton of different stuff that is smashed together. And uh, I again, I did have fun watching it, but I'm gonna go kind of harsh here. And I, I, you know, I love me some Freddies. I'm gonna give this a three and a half out of ten. Whoa. I think that might be your lowest score for anything. Anything, yeah. And you know me, I, Freddy's my favorite, but wow. I just felt that it, it was so... It didn't know what it wanted to be. It, it was like, okay, this is my, my real main point. Normally, the Freddy's is like a story in the first part that has like a little layover connection the to the one. second one where it's like a very... Tan- tangentially related. This just- one was one... I mean, it was a, his his nightmare was the first part, and then he had the second part, which was him, uh, you Just know, becoming out, a cannibal, be, becoming cannibal. But it wasn't. It made the whole first part completely moot. It like, negated. It negated everything. everything. Whereas, like the one with the mime, you have like the little character layover where it's like, okay, these both these stories had something to go for it. No, Brad this Pitt's was, girlfriend doesn't want to be a mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. None of that here. <laughs> nope. They Nothing. basically went like, no you know that it's always a dream gag that we overkill? Let's We're going to waste 20 minutes of your time doing that entirely. Damn. And yeah, I'm, I got to go three and a half. And that's generous. I, I wrote that down. That is a really good point. It did. It was 20 minutes wasted. Remember we were talking about earlier, it's 40 something minute show. And I kept on being like, is this still going on? And I, I noticed I started doing that after realizing that the first half was fucking bullshit. So yeah, fucking Freddy's, you fucked me. <laughs> wow. Controversial. Creepy crawlers. Wow. One of our lowest scores. Um Mangry. Yeah. Let's uh let's look at this in two parts. Uh the first one, I mean, it sounds like a great idea. The reason why I chose this episode is because I was looking at a lot of synopsis for Freddy's Nightmares, and I was like, oh shit. You got a story about vampires and you got a story about cannibals. How could you lose, right? It's got two things like I I when it comes to horror, I'm not really into slashers. I'm more into creatures, extreme creature effects. I like monsters, I like vampires. And what sucks is that they took all the tropes of vampires and used them but still didn't make it fun. They didn't use it in any type of way where it meant anything. It was like, as soon as you're like, oh shit, that is a vampire thing. She's afraid of stakes or crucifix. Then you wake up and it's like, oh, well, what was the fucking point? Like, they need to have that heightening where it's like, first you suspect it, then you know, then it's too late. You know what I mean? It's like, you can't no. heighten something if you keep cutting away and be like, no, fuck it, it was a nightmare. It's like, I picture someone just standing on rugs and having them constantly pulled out from underneath them. <laughs> That's like what the writing room was. A stack was, of rugs. Yeah, just a stack of rugs. And then maybe one of those you can stand on, but the four underneath it are going to keep getting pulled out from underneath you. So do you have high hopes for this continuation episode? Uh, I do think it's interesting, yeah. Like I said before, I think it, it, it'll it be an urban 
environment because like they're back home now. So, well, where- I always have high hopes for Freddy's, <laughs> but this, yeah, I again, I enjoyed it. Enjoy- oh, fact- don't get me wrong, I I really enjoy this too. So just to real quick get back to it, the first segment it was bullshit. We did see her as a vampire sucks someone's blood. There was a bunch of fucking boners fucking around in the wilderness. You know, it had some funny moments. But yeah, again, I felt completely cheated as an audience. And part two, I just couldn't even make heads or tails of it. Like, who is Butcher Morgan? Like, why? How is this fiance going to be inheriting this money? Yeah, it was it was so confusing. They did have a couple cool like dead bodies, like the skull stripped of skin. I did really like that Freddy's segments were coherent instead yeah. of just being off completely nuts. Um, but yeah, I didn't enjoy this either. Like one thing I feel like is common for all the Freddy's nightmares is when I watch them, I feel not well. I no. feel like I'm sick. And yeah. in this case, I am sick. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that every time I watch it, I feel like, am I hungover? Like, why yeah. do I feel so uneasy with the way that it's filmed, with like just that's lighting? It the makes... laziness, <laughs> the acting. Um, yeah. I give it a huff. I mean, it is worse oh, than what? average. I'll give it a four out of ten. Four creepy crawlers. It's a fair rating. Very fair rating. <sighs> it I've hurts written. me to say that because, I mean, Safe Sex was such a fun episode to do. Yeah. I think specifically because it had to do with teenagers and the writers had no idea no. what teenagers say or do. This one I felt like, okay, you understand the 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 ideas of a vampire. You know all the conventions. But it just didn't really have that fun factor. No. I, I agree. It's a very fair score. Um, I feel like I want to wake up and have this whole episode have been a dream. Yeah. <laughs> and have uh, me feeding you slices of uh, roommate Marcus's belly. I mean, I wouldn't hate that. No. He eats well. Well, let's do the next one. Let's do part two of this. Yeah. Do you know what it's called offhand? Uh, from Dust to Dust. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, let's definitely do it. Um, the, we kind of peppered in some trivia through there with the the actresses and actors and directors and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I don't but really... But almost everybody connected with this decided to never work again. Yeah, for the most part. I mean, <laughs> there's a mo- couple of them that have, like, do, like, bit parts and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the director did, like, some really weird things. <laughs> And uh, cannibal yeah. porn, most likely, yeah. But um, all right. Well, if you would like to reach out to us, yeah, we gotta spooky. check that email someday. I have been. Oh, short and spooky at gmail.com. <laughs> okay. uh, and our Twitter feed is at short and spooky. Be sure to uh, send us pictures of Billy Meth. Uh, Billy Meth. Yep. <laughs> draw, draw a caricature of who Billy Meth is. Yeah. And. Uh, Every time we have a character named Mary Beth, we'll uh, talk about him. And uh, also, if you want to uh, hit us up on Twitter, um, if you had to eat a human, if it, gun to your head or gun to your kids' heads, like had to eat a human, how would you have to? How would you do it? How would you have it well, prepared? Two. So that's a two-part question. What part of the body? And oh how yeah, are you yeah, cooking yeah. It? 
Yeah. I, I mean, you got to go with the butt. Rump. The rump. <laughs> or the, the arm. I love how the arm was one of their parts that they wanted. Um, all right. Well, that was the episode. That was our Freddy's email. Nightmares. You're doing God's work. Yeah. Thank you for everything. This one sucked. I mean, in a fun way, I enjoyed watching it at the I same time. It was like a hate boner. Like I enjoyed it, but I didn't really like want to have it there. You want to leave us with some uh, final words here? Uh, final words are um, just everybody. When you watch this, uh, just know Freddy will haunt your nightmares if you uh, if you are not careful and you go to Springwood. Did they ever say where Springwood is uh, located? What Ohio? Ohio. To Springwood, so Ohio. My last words were, <laughs> "Don't go to Ohio." Uh, Fuck off, Ohio. Yeah. Again, hit us up at Twitter and hit us up on Gmail. Colorado, you're cool. No, Colorado has The Shining. They're sponsoring. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Northern Colorado, you're cool. <laughs> you're cool. Uh, Ohio, suck a dick. All right. Bye. Uh, bye, guys. Find that devil.